I'm Charlie Roberts, and this is No Nothing Sports Talk. Let's get started. It's Whack Ball Wednesday. Let's talk about baseball. As everybody knows, the uh, team owners proposed a new economic uh, pay scale, if you want to call that, uh, to the players yesterday. Obviously, it didn't receive a lot of uh, great feedback as it was leaked to the press. So my question today is, baseball, is it sport or business? Let's understand that it's both. In the bottom line, this is business. Completely understanding there's fanatics on both sides of the aisle. You've got your fans, uh, your everyday fans, hardball, hardcore, think that baseball players make too much money. Uh, they look at their situation and say, these players are making millions. They can afford to take this cut. They just need to shut up, sign the paper, and play some baseball. We want sports back. Totally get it. Other side of the aisle is your fanatics that say baseball team owners are are money greedy, hungry, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they can afford to take the cut in the pocket. They need to pay these players and get baseball going. We want to see baseball. Get it on both sides of the aisle. Totally understand it. Agree with both sides of the aisle. Bottom line, people, this is business. And I mean, to the basic core of it, yes, they're playing sports, but this is all about business. The team owner is in business. He's in business to make money. The team player is also in business. He's in business supporting his goals and his dreams that he had in his life, but he's also in the business of supporting his family and supporting his brand that he's created, the individual brand. So it's business on both sides of the aisle. The sooner people understand that, yes, this is a sport, but bottom line, this is a business. The sooner they'll understand the aspects of what's really going on at the table. Essentially what the Baseball owners are saying is they're going to lose too much money to put a product on the field. Okay, understand that. They're saying they want to play baseball. We want you to, to put this on, but we don't want to absorb all the costs that's associated with it and take the huge loss that we're looking at this year as a business. We want you players to take a cut. Back in March, the players said, okay, We'll play on a prorated game basis. So basically, if you're going to play 82 games, we're playing half the season. We're taking 50% pay cut. They agreed to that, even though they had a contract in place, a contract in place for what they were going to make on the year. Business owners, the team owners are coming back and saying, this is our proposal now. We want to use a sliding pay scale on top of the prorated rate that you've already agreed to. We want the higher dollar players like the Trouts and the Coles take a higher pay cut percentage wise and not such a high pay cut percentage wise to the lower players, uh, maybe like your uh, Torres's or 
uh, your lower lower contracted players. Now, mind you, this is on top of the already prorated pay cut they've taken. So take the 50% out of there, and now you're adding another sliding pay scale on top of that. Essentially, what the team owners are, are proposing and not putting it in so many words is, we want to we want to play, pay you only this. They're basically putting a salary cap out there. This is what they're willing to spend on the year to put the product on the field. In order to do that and to get most the money in everybody's pocket on a player wise is they want uh, let's use the Yankees for example. They want to use. They're saying, okay, Garrett Cole, you make this. You, you, you've got this contract. We're slotted to pay you this X dollars for the year. Understand you're taking a prorated rate at 50% already on the games played, but now we want to use a high rate, high rate sliding pay scale. So we're going to take some of that money that you would have took on the pro rate. And because Claybar Torres doesn't take, doesn't get paid as much. He's on a lower end on the payroll we want to use your money and pay him. How in the hell do you come up with that kind of solution, people? I mean, take take the take the dollar figures out of the out of the equation. Uh, forget about the fact that you got ball clubs that are worth billions. You got team owners that are worth billions. You got ball players making millions. Take all the millions and billions out of it. Let's put this down into everyday common sense what you and I both experience on a daily basis in our own work environment. Now I broke this down before for people and I still re retort back to this same, same concept. Forget about the millions and billions and understanding it in the same situation in this pandemic. Uh, there's been a lot of people that have taken pay cuts for the sustainability of the business. Okay. Those are your stronger uh, people in business, your strong leaders. They understand the overall concept of what's got to take place for the long term of the business. And they get that. Uh, you know, there's business owners that make those concessions. And unfortunately, there's some business owners that aren't making those concessions. concessions and uh, a lot of people are paying the price for that. So to break it down into everyday um, understandability is you and I, you know, we, we go to work and we agreed with our employer uh, to get X dollars um, for the work that we do. So breaking it down farther, you take your local, uh, you take your local employees at your local retail store, that business owner, he's in business to make money. Okay. And every business owner knows you're going to have good times and you're going to have bad times. On the good times you celebrate and on the bad times as an owner, you still got to step up. You don't stop paying your employees just because you didn't make a profit for the week. You still have an ob obligation to pay your employees. So if you're expecting your employees to come in every day and earn their uh, minimum wage, then you got to pay them. And on the bad times when the company's not profitable, 
you still had your employees there working. You got to pay them. They don't work for free. You know, part of owning a business is just that. You own the business. You own all financial responsibility. So in the bad times and you lose money, sorry, folks, that's on you. It's not your employee's responsibility to pay your bills or pay each other because of a budget shortfall. It just doesn't work that way. So in the, in the baseball sense, what the team owners are basically asking for is, hey, I know years past that we had huge financial profits. No, we didn't share that with you as players because we held you to the contract and the money that we agreed to pay you. But now we're coming up on a shortfall this year, and uh, I don't think we really can do it. So we need you to step up and uh, take some large pay cuts and help pay each other and so that we can put a product on the field still. What the hell are you talking about? That would be my first question and the first time I'd walk away from the table. There's no way in hell that I'm going to go work for somebody and pay their bills and not hold them financially responsible to pay me for the work that I'm doing. It does not work that way. Now, I've owned businesses. I've taken uh, good profits, celebrated it, and then in the bad times when I totally screwed up or, um, hey, I just misjudged uh, the amount of income that was going to come in for the month or whatever, you know what? That's business. Uh, cost of doing business. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You try not to lose, but, uh, hey, it happens. And guess who was responsible for paying my bills even when I came up shortfall for the month? I was. I didn't reach out to anybody that I had sent out on jobs or anything else that I did. That was on me. And this is no different when you're in in the baseball world. The team owners, I mean, you got billion dollars. You got the Oakland Athletics owner. He's got a net value, I think, of like $2.1 billion. He sends out a message yesterday to every all 200 of his minor league baseball system players and says, hey, by the way, due to this pandemic, we're going to uh, come May 31st, we're no longer paying you $400 stipend. Um, where other teams like the Florida Marlins who don't have that value, don't make that profit like the Oakland Athletics do, they're not at that stage. And they've already sent out a letter said, hey, we're going to pay you through the end of August and continue with that $400 stipend. Two different worlds, two different business mindsets, two different greed tables. Oakland Athletics very well could have stepped up and done the right thing. That business owner chose not to. He is expecting for, oh, by the way, not only did he send that letter out and stop their money, but he also reminded them that they were under a contract obligation and they couldn't go seek else, employment else in their profession. So he's holding them committed to the Oakland Athletics organization under a contract. But, oh, by the way, I'm not going to pay you. So you need to sit at home for X number of months or however long this drags out with no pay and you can't go seek it because I own your contract. That is bad leadership. That's bad ownership. I just, I don't understand that concept and the morality of it. Uh, everybody's going through these hard times and your strong leaders you're seeing step up through that door. Your, your business owners are stepping up and doing what's needed to be done. 
After all, you don't take care of your, and this goes in everyday business, even through the good times. If you're not taking care of your employees, the employees aren't going to take care of you. And in today's world of social media and how things are, are sent down the line and the passionate, especially in the baseball, the passionate fans out there, your product, your end product and your end profit through all this is going to pay the price. I think in this case, these team owners are underestimating what the outcome and the long-term uh, long-term perception by the fans is going to be. I think they're strongly underestimating what's going to occur. No matter how you look at this, you're still going to have your your fans that are going to blame this on the players. And quite honestly, I believe. MLB and the team owners are probably banking on that a little bit. I don't think that's their out their their sole purpose right now, but they probably are banking on that. That outcry of the everyday fan who's also suffering in this pandemic right now doesn't have the uh, income or took those cuts and pays, and they're not able to go see these ball games, and they're going to start blaming the players for wanting their pay um, when they're not getting paid themselves. So I, I see them probably trying to bank on this right now but i also see a stronger uh side of the fans that know what that that understands what's going on and realizes that the team owners yes they're trying to bank on this right now um on the back end of it because they've got a new cba coming up at the end of next year and they can use what they engage in this year as a uh stepping point and a, a bank to say, hey, we were able to do this. This worked. This is what we want in the agreement. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a harder sell at the end of next year when the CBA comes around, um, pending what comes out of this. And on the other side of that, I think this is going to be a huge miss. So the smart people at the table uh, on the team owners side – I think they're doing them a disservice by not giving them stronger recommendations on how to play this out. I'm not saying team owners are dumb at all. And there's a, I know they're smart too, but I think as a collective uh, group, they're not looking at the whole picture that, Hey, yeah, we're going to lose some money here, but if we play our cards, right, we do the right thing with these players and get this product back out and save this game this year keep the fans engaged and not bloody these waters um, come CBA time. We've got a uh, stronger point in common ground that we all can come to agreement on and look back and say, Hey, you know, this did happen. What if it happens again? We need to have these measures in place. And I think there's going to be more common ground if they would have done that. I think they made, did a huge miss by not starting with that and just cavaliered in with um, the manner in which they did with this, with these sliding pay scales, huge disaster. I think the sliding pay scale is even worse than a 50, 50 profit share. There's no way in hell I would work on that type of situation, not in the current environment in which they're in. So the one other thing that uh, I don't believe was discussed or even released. Uh, I know I've seen where they released what, 
Garrett Cole would be making at this level and what some other players would be making at this level based on um, their contract and what they would have been making at full scale this year. Uh, but breaking that down into the prorated rate that was already agreed upon at 50% and then the further cut, uh, you know, you what hasn't been taken into account, and I haven't seen anywhere where it's been discussed, is what's going on with these players that were just signed and got their got a salary advanced. Obviously, that's going to have to be paid back, or or what's the deal with that? Uh, not knowing exactly what the contracts are, but I would think that if a player was making uh, set to make whatever. Uh, whatever it was, say 500,000 on the year. And they're already at a 50% on the agreement that was made in March. So they're at 250,000. But if they were already given, um, if they were already given a uh, $100,000 advancement on their salary, now they're down at 150 and they're going to take a sliding pay scale cut on that. So, Essentially, they could be down, uh, down underneath that by the time because they already took a salary advance, which is which is normal on on signing. So, you know what uh what's up with that? So there's a lot of factors involved on both sides of the argument, and so, and all the details aren't out there. So you know, as fans, we always like to play that um, devil's advocate and and be vocal about baseball players or team owners or just teams in general and rivalries. And, but uh, there's a lot of factors involved. The, my biggest point is this is a business, a loss of revenue and loss of income is absorbed by a team owner or a business owner, not its ball players or employees. Let me know what your thoughts are. Go ahead and comment on this and um, we'll see you next time on there. Hey, if you'd like to discuss this episode or talk about any other uh, subject in baseball or any other sports for that matter, uh, when you come to other sports, hey, I'll talk about it. I might know the topic. I might not know the topic. I don't care. That's why I call this No Nothing Sports Talk. Hit me up on an email. I'll send you a link. Let's get on the phone. Let's talk.